0: There's a world inside my head, I get lost in here from time to time, no one has a spare key, the only one is inside of me. Hi, good evening everyone, welcome back to AEA's Q&A podcast, Homeless Soul. This is your astrologer, Meg Sanchez, where I answer all your questions about anything astrology. For this episode, I'm going to be answering a question sent in, well, not one question, sorry, three questions sent in by one of my regular clients and student in AEA from Europe. Her name is Maria so maria asked meg knowing transits is it possible to influence the outcome and do we have a choice her second question is if the owner of the chart moved to another country does it somehow influence the whole chart i was reading that to improve a chart some people moved to other countries and third What are the basic things in the chart you can see right away to understand that people are compatible? First of all, thank you very much, Maria, for those three questions. Those are three very good questions, and I believe a lot of listeners would be interested in hearing the answers. So let me start with the first one knowing transits is it possible to influence the outcome and do we have a choice okay first of all before we talk about transits let's talk about the natal chart there are certain repetitive patterns and issues concerning different matters on different charts of people so there may be a regular life challenge when it comes to how they speak or communication with people in the office it can be it it can get very specific or how they think or their tendency towards depression or other hard aspects in a chart that are repetitive throughout their lives and the way I read charts is I always offer solutions to find ease in dealing with These repetitive patterns depending on what is really going on in a chart um, different solutions are offered now when transits happen is there an escape I wouldn't advise escaping certain transits you see the way I see planets is they are here to help us confront Ourselves. I use astrology as a way to know ourselves better and to understand that good and bad, we must always be grateful for what happens because there's always a reason. And when you look at a whole chart and you watch the life of a person, then you see the bigger picture, you see the long term effects of all these transits. That go on in a chart one of the hardest transits as most people already know at least those that have taken my course and those that have gotten readings from me is Saturn's transits Saturn stays for two and a half years more or less in each sign which means it stays if you have if we are looking at whole sign houses and it stays for an entire two and a half years in that one sign in that house now if we're looking at if we're using placidus which is what i use and we have intercepted houses it still stays in the in the house more more or less for two and a half years but it moves signs and there are some changes um, based on the sign it's in but anyhow to answer that question um, when saturn goes through one entire house what it does is it restricts it delays it changes it restructures it breaks down everything that doesn't serve your long-term goals in that house it um it can cause a lot of pain a lot of situations that are very uncomfortable for people we can we can generalize it that way if we're going to get specific yes it can cause losses money health um, death and a lot of other things if the owner of the chart moved to another country does it somehow influence the whole chart I was reading that to improve a chart some people were uh, had to move to other countries. Okay, there is a thing as astrocartography. And a long, long time ago, I, I think about about twenty years ago when I used to go to a regular weekend dinner with a friend of mine who is a Yogini who invited all sorts of mystics, occultists from all over the world for dinner for sit down dinner in her house. And in several of those dinners I'd met this one astrocartographer from Mexico. So what astrocartography is is you map the chart of a person and put them in different parts of the world and he explains to you how your life will pan out so, based on my reading from him, uh, your life will change. The focus of your life will change depending on what part of the world you live in, because there are different, um, <clears throat> there are different uh, planetary influences that affect that area of the world. So yes, you can change the trajectory, you can change certain situations in your life, but that's all on the outward. Your natal chart is still your natal chart. It doesn't change. It's based on the place and time you were born. So whatever issues you have in your personal life, in your personal chart, will be there no matter where you live in the world. But Let's say he told me if I had gone and lived in New Orleans, he said to me I'd be a famous fashion designer. I wasn't interested in that, but if I was a person who was interested in that, then I would probably go there. So he said in this country, in, in my country, the Philippines, my, my main life story is about spirituality Which, as I can see, is happening right now. And it has been that. That's been the theme of my life ever since. So yes, you can choose these things on the outside. But let's say I ended up in New Orleans. And I was a famous fashion designer. Those hard aspects in my chart are still going to show up. So it doesn't really matter what I'm doing. I'm still going to have the same issues. See, so that's that's um i guess it's not an escape but if you want to experiment and enjoy life in in a different way you want to be a famous fashion designer sure if that makes you happy and so go see an astro cartographer and have them chart um, a country or city or town you want to move to and see what goes on okay i hope that answers the second question now for the third question and the third question is what are the basic things in a chart you can see right away to understand if people are compatible okay compatibility is a broad topic so i'm just going to go over some of the general rules when we speak of compatibility first we look at the sun signs and if the sun signs are of the same element that's a train and For instance, Fire, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, Air, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, Earth, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, Water, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. These are the ones that share the same element. Usually, when the sun signs are of the same element, there's a compatibility there. Um... Now if we're talking about uh excitement, so a little bit more excitement, then you'd like to look at sextile aspects. Air and fire signs and water and earth signs are sextile. Now, sun signs with the same modality, for instance, all fixed signs, all cardinal signs and mutable signs have similar life issues but have different ways of approaching these issues they have in common so those would be squares or oppositions and charts like Aries and Libra are opposite each other and they're very different in the way they approach but they're both cardinal so they both have the same issues so there's common ground but a different approach that could cause some problems it's self explanatory now with the Sun and Moon when you're talking about the emotions and the, and the sun, who you really are, in conjunction, sextile, or trying, they work well together. These two have an easy flow of emotions and arguments, issues are resolved faster in, in a less volatile way than if they were in opposition or squared on a chart. A Venus sextile or trine Venus, Mercury, Moon, or Sun are loving aspects between couples. So, if Venus is trine or sextile Mercury, then obviously there's a loving communication. Very sweet towards each other or exciting. Sextile would be more exciting and a trine makes it more comfortable. A conjunction would be they're able to immediately tap into each other's thoughts and have. they have the same love language. A Venus sextile or trine Mars strong attraction and sexual compatibility. Um, Venus Pluto aspects it's extremely intense. These connections are very intense and, al- although, and especially the conjunctions and it feels all consuming and it The problem is it can easily turn into an obsessive relationship full of control and jealousy issues. Moon aspects are significant. If a moon, for instance, is in a water element and their partner has an air element, then the water moon may feel that the air moon can't understand the depths of their emotions and they could feel like their partner dismisses their emotional needs. While on the other hand, The air moon may feel drained by the emotional nature of a water moon. So there could be an incompatibility there. So what you want to look for are moons that share the same elements or are trine or sextile. Mainly what you need to do is to look to the planets and what those planets represent. And if they are sextile or trine, there is ease. Sextile is a little bit more exciting. Trine is very easygoing. If they are squared or in opposition, there are challenges. So, if, And if they are conjunct, they are very similar in nature, but the similarity could either be good or a problem, or both. Lastly, the nodes of the moon. A south node aspect or south, south node aspects show a very strong karmic tie and may feel as if you've known this person before. So it's going to feel very romantic. You're going to feel very drawn to this person. But there's going to be some karma that needs to be cleared out. Sometimes after it's cleared out, the relationship ends. Because as you know, with the nodes of the moon, you need to cut yourself off from it. It depends. You have to look at others, other things on a chart to see how that plays out. The north node aspects tend to be more obsessive very powerful insatiable like you can't get enough of each other similar to the pluto venus but as you know since you took up my basic course maria these are not enough to tell you the whole story this is a general guide but we are all complex beings and so general doesn't cut any ice where the true practice of astrology is concerned a deeper study of aspects Various types of charts is needed for a more thorough compatibility reading, such as Sinistry, Composite, and D9 charts. So, yeah. Alright, Maria, those are the answers to your questions. I hope, though, it serves as a good guidance whenever you interpret charts. And that, my friends, is all I've got for you today. I certainly hope that one podcast at a time, I'm able to shed some light on particular astrology questions you may have. Please don't hesitate to send in your questions. You can PM, you can email, you can hook up to my FB or Instagram or the website. I'll put the links below. Good night to you all. This is your homeless astrologer, Meg Sanchez, signing off. Ciao! And that, my friends, is all I've got for you today. I certainly hope that one podcast at a time, I'm able to shed some light on particular astrology questions you may have. Please don't hesitate to send in your questions. You can PM, you can email, you can hook up to my FB or Instagram or the website. I'll put the links below. Good night to you all. This is your homeless astrologer, Meg Sanchez, signing off. Ciao. There's a world inside my head. I get lost in here from time to time. No one has a spare key, the only one isn't sad and